are never gonna be faced with a challenge that you can't handle. Welcome to Heart Compass, a podcast that's all about figuring out your own path in life, finding your love and light, and being guided by your intuition through it all. (laughs) I totally had to look that up. Um, Welcome, welcome to the sixth episode of this podcast. Holy shit, it has been a long while. Um... But welcome back. Thanks for tuning in again. So it has been seven months, almost exactly, since I uploaded the last episode of this podcast. And if you've been following me on Instagram or anywhere else, um, you might know that for the last seven months or for the last six months, I traveled through Europe in my van. And it's so crazy because the last episode I recorded was like a month before I left. So all this time in between like the last time I recorded and now, just everything just happened. And I I listened back to the few episodes that I did. Um, and that was like the first episode I recorded that like almost exactly a year ago. Um, it wasn't my birthday and my birthday is coming up in like nine days which is absolutely crazy it's the first of december today and my birthday is on the 10th so yeah i released the first episode of this podcast on my birthday last year so it's almost been a year and boy was this year a transformative one not even just with traveling but in general like just everything happened and um yeah it's crazy because i listened back to the first episode and also the last one I did so the fifth one um so the last one I uploaded was basically about um you know I was I was feeling really stuck before leaving because I I had the van for for a big while before I actually started traveling and of course I had to like renovate some stuff in the van and there was a lot going on but still like I really procrastinated and I really kind of pushed the day where I was supposed to leave like further and further back and yeah I don't know that was a time where I really realized a lot and um it was mainly because I was just scared and that's what I I talked about in the last episode this fear of basically you know my dreams and my visions that I had for this part of my life basically just not being what I expected them to be and I was basically just scared that you know my dreams would not be able to fulfill my dreams I think that's what I said in that episode and it's insane to look back on that now because (laughs) I'm gonna get into it in a little bit um because I basically want to just do a big recap of the last seven months kind of but it's crazy because I was so scared that this dream that I had for so long was not going to be able to fulfill that and fulfill what I expected it to be. And it definitely wasn't what I expected 100%. But that's really not the goal with anything. Like, what I mainly learned in those um, 
six months of traveling and in that like in those last few months of my life was mainly just to let those expectations go and um I mean there were so many lessons but I think now looking back on it that was the main thing that I learned that basically nothing is ever gonna go as you expect it to go and having high expectations for yourself for your life for other people just in general having these expectations and you know expecting something to go one way and then when it doesn't um kind of being disappointed or or not being as appreciative of it and the crazy thing is that my travels they did not go as i expected them at all and there were so many things that i was dreaming of with this whole traveling thing that didn't happen or that didn't go as i wanted them to go but there were other things that happened that I couldn't even have imagined happening. So it's like just letting go of that attachment to your expectations and really just letting life hit you day by day is probably the main thing I took away from these last six months of traveling. I mean, there were very many lessons, um, but I think now looking back, that was probably the main thing I was able to really, really realize and also just not just understand in my head, but really feel it that that was very important. And that was something I really needed to work on, just letting those expectations go, because I've always expected a lot for myself and my life and everyone around me. And um, yeah, I think that was a really, really important thing that I learned. But really getting into it now I want to touch on just those six months of traveling kind of break it down give you a little recap of what happened because initially I started the podcast and it's so funny I can laugh about it now but I was so mad at myself for this basically I started the podcast intending it to be something that I would you know start before traveling and kind of gather a little bit of an audience and then really get into it like while traveling and I had so many ideas and visions of what I wanted to record while traveling and I wanted to interview strangers and people that I met traveling and like give you all the insights and the daily life of van life I don't know there were so many things I wanted to do with this podcast and I didn't uh, I literally did not record once well, actually, I think I recorded it once, but I completely trashed that episode because I just didn't like it and I wasn't in a great place. And yeah, so, you know, basically the, the whole intent of this podcast um, was not really fulfilled, which is okay. That's fine. Um, but I really want to like give you, as I said, a little recap of the time. So I just had to look that up in my story archives on Instagram because I did not remember the exact date that I left but it was June 9th 2021 um that I left home it was an absolutely crazy feeling like really packing up the last few things and saying goodbye to my mom and really like driving out of my hometown for the first time and really having absolutely no fucking idea of when I would get back or if I would get back or I literally left with the mindset of okay I don't know if I'm gonna come back here or when I'm gonna come back here or you know if I'm gonna come back with the van without the van I I really had no idea 
what was about to happen in my life and that was a crazy feeling but also like a very overwhelming feeling um because i had been preparing for this for so long and it was like you know such a big thing for me and such a big step i i literally left and i just for the first few days i really did not comprehend the fact that i really just left and that it's really happening it was like a very surreal feeling to actually be doing it it was super cool but I got very overwhelmed and very stressed in the beginning like it was just a lot to figure out because it's not just you know figuring out the country you're in and the language and the people and money and stuff like that it's also just figuring out your day-to-day life because you know living in the van it was completely new and I didn't even do like a test run first like I literally left without having spent more than one night in the van um which was which was you know an interesting choice I would definitely advise you if you want to do this one day to maybe do a little test run do a little weekend road trip before to actually figure like all the the basic stuff out in the van so basically the first few weeks were just trying to figure out day-to-day life in the van and you know with the water tank and the stove and that took me so long to figure out like there were all these things that were just like super stressful in the beginning because I had no sense of you know any kind of routine or safety in any way so that's why the first few weeks I would say the first month was really really rough and also I think the main thing that I would do differently now is just to stay in one place for a longer period of time. I don't know why I was in a hurry or why I felt like I have to move so fast and like go, 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 go from one place to the next every day. Like I was for the first month, I I drove so much. I did such a big, big, big route in that first month. And I was never staying in one pl- one place for like longer than two days. Like I literally never stayed somewhere longer than two days, which was, yeah, now looking back on it, I think that was definitely the main reason why I was not able to really sit back and enjoy it as much for the first month. Like that was definitely a big thing that I would change now and that I learned throughout the journey throughout the next few months. So basically what I did, I started in Austria. I stayed a few nights just, you know, going through Austria um, to the border of Croatia. So then I went to Croatia, stayed there for a couple of days. I love Croatia's beaches so much. Like, the ocean there the water is just crystal clear everywhere i love the beaches but i just didn't love the vibe there i don't know croatia was not the best experience mainly because well first of all i was just overwhelmed with the whole experience in general um but also i got catcalled so much there it was crazy i was only there for a few nights but one night i decided to actually leave the campground um and kind of get ready and search for a spot to have some dinner you know very easy very 
chill i just wanted to explore the area a little bit and um you know go out for dinner and then go back to the van so that's what i did but it was fucking crazy like first of all i kind of got lost in the town and didn't really find a spot to have dinner and it was a very stressful like very stressful experience and then literally every place i went to i was catcalled so much to the point where cars were stopping like in the middle of the streets to you know honk at me and to look at me it was it was not good like I was so fucking pissed that evening I went back to the van I was like I'm over this like I don't want to I want to leave this country so that's kind of what I did the next day and I went to Italy next um I stayed in Italy for a little bit um And then what I did was I went to Switzerland. Um, So the route was very backwards, kind of. Um, So I went to Switzerland and I met my first van friend there, Sebi. Shout out Sebi. If you've been watching my Instagram stories throughout these last few months, then you might have seen him. Um, I spent a lot of time with him just because he was traveling alone, I was traveling alone, and before I met him, I really have, like, I hadn't met any van lifers, especially people that travel alone. Um, So that was really fun. That was super cool. So we stayed in Switzerland for a little bit. Then we stayed in a um, in a hostel, in a really super cool and fancy hostel for a week, which was a great change, because at that point, I probably hadn't taken a shower in, like, a week, so, probably over, I'm not even kidding you, probably, like, 10 to 14 days, um, (laughs) that's fucking disgusting, um, but basically, yeah, we went to this hostel for, for, like, a week, it had, like, a spa and everything, it was a great experience, that was so much fun, but I blew through my money, like, crazy in the first two months like I'm gonna get to all the like financial stuff a little bit later because there were a lot of questions asked about that specific topic but when I tell you I really did not manage my money that I had with me very well like it was crazy I well first of all I only stayed on campgrounds which gets so freaking expensive like for the first month I spent every single night on a campground and campgrounds can be up to like 45 euros a night so I I blew through my money so incredibly fast which was all also something looking back on it now that I would definitely take a lot more um care of and um but yeah you live and you learn you know so then after spending about like two or three weeks in Switzerland I was like all right I am so ready to go back to the beach so I went down to France which was so cool. I met some really cool people there, Um, like a group of friends. There were mostly German and some from the Netherlands. And like they had all these like super cool vans. And I don't know, it was just a really cool experience to because it was the first time for me that I really kind of opened up 
um, to people that were around me. And that was kind of my main thing that was really hard for me at first that I really didn't expect myself to struggle with, um, to really like go up to people because I am usually a very extroverted person and I did not expect myself to struggle to go up to people because usually I'm like, I can, I can go up to anyone and just chat to them for a little bit. And I can, I function very well in like group settings too. And I don't know, I don't know what happened, but it was really hard for me at first to go up to people and introduce myself and be like, hey, where are you from? Is this your van? Very cool. You know, that whole thing. So in France, I only stayed there for like a week, I think. But basically, I met a lot of cool people there. We had a great time, but the weather really sucked there. <laughs> um, so it was pretty cold at that point. Like at night, it would get pretty cold, which that was like like the end of July, like it shouldn't be cold there. Like you would not expect that, but that was kind of like the the place where I was like, okay, um, maybe I should go more to the south. So then I decided to do a big, big drive to Spain. And I really didn't have a plan where I wanted to go in Spain, but I just, I just drove. I literally, I think I drove like 12 hours that day. And um, so yeah, then I was back in some warmer weather. And in Spain, I stayed for, holy, I don't even know, like two or three, like two and a half months, three months almost, I stayed in Spain and kind of um, traveled along the the coast of Spain. I think Spain was when I really started enjoying myself, which sounds crazy because even before that, I mean, I had a great time and I was like, I saw so much and I met really cool people and I had some great times, but I don't know, before I was, I was just traveling around aimlessly and was stressed all the time and I think in Spain, that was like after about two months of traveling, in Spain was when I really started kind of being able to breathe and sit back and look around me and really be present and grateful and be like, wow, this is really happening. Like that was when I realized like, oh my God, I am living in this reality that I envisioned for myself a year ago. So yeah, I can just remember these first few weeks in Spain were just great. Like I was living my best life and I was only alone. Like I did not meet anyone in the first few weeks in Spain and I was really enjoying that because I love being alone and I, I've, I, yeah, for, for the last few years of my life, I really enjoyed being alone. So after spending like all that time in Switzerland and also in France with all these people for a few weeks, I was like so ready to really like spend time with myself again. And I loved that. Like I had such a great time there. Um thing is that, you know, so many small things happened and I cannot even remember, like, of course I can't remember every single day of the last six months, but in general, like, the overall vibe I'm getting when I'm thinking of that time is just a lot of 
you know, really enjoying the moment and taking it slow. And I filmed a lot of cool videos in that time too. And then I went all the way down to Tarifa, which is the most southern part of Spain. And the funny thing is that when I left Switzerland, so when I separated um, from... Sebi, my van friend, um, we said that, okay, we're gonna separate now, but we're gonna, like, meet in about a week in Tarifa. So that was, like, the initial plan when I left Switzerland and go, and, like, went to Spain. You know, we'll just, we'll just meet in about a week in Tarifa, which was absolutely insane, because that's, like, a far, far distance. And I still, like, now looking back, I don't know why I was in a hurry. I do not understand. But, that was basically the initial plan um but then about like a month like over a month later was when I actually got to Tarifa um and I'm so glad that I took my time with that because I had a great time and I had absolutely no reason to hurry and get to Tarifa fast so about one and a half months later, I arrived in Tarifa, which was crazy because basically that was the first time where I felt like I want to stay here for a while because before that, I, even though the, the, like, you know, the first month I was just like moving a lot. I was just like moving from place to place and drove like super, super far distances for absolutely no reason and then the second month I was not going as fast anymore but I was still never really staying in a place for longer than a week mainly just because I really never felt like it like I just didn't like before arriving in Tarifa I never actually felt like I wanted to stay in a place for a long while and um, I just, yeah, before that, I just never really felt that connected to a place. So when I got to Tarifa for the first time, um, I, I don't know. I just, I got there and I was like, yeah, yeah, this is it. Okay, this is, this is it. <laughs> this is what I was searching for or this is kind of what I was waiting for because all along I I planned on you know finding a place where I really liked it and I wanted to stay for at least a month at a time and I don't know I also planned on like you know getting a little job when I actually found a place that I really liked and wanted to stay for a while so that was like the initial plan to really you know, not just move around all the time, but really stay in a place that I liked. So when I got to Tarifa, I was like, yeah, okay, this is, that's it. I'm going to stay here for a while, which I did. I stayed in Tarifa for almost two months, um, which is crazy to me now. Like it did not feel like two months, but I stayed in one place uh, in Tarifa for, yeah, about two months. I had this one there's this one parking lot on a beach um that has like all the because Tarifa is like a kite surfing hotspot so um there's all these like kite surfing schools so basically this is like the the parking lot of the the kite surfing school which is just like a huge parking lot right on the beach like it's literally on the beach um so yeah I slept every night of those two months with the waves of the ocean in my ears and like waking up and the first thing in the morning that I did was just like 
get up without even like you know brushing my teeth or looking in the mirror I just stepped out of the van stepped into the ocean swam usually naked because in the morning there was really no one there that was the cool thing too that well it was freaking hot every day like it was about it was yeah about like 35 to 40 degrees every day so I was basically melting every day so these first few hours of the day where really no one was there and no one was up um except the van people that you know slept there (laughs) it was like completely empty the entire beach was just empty so I would just like get up pretty pretty early meaning like 7 30 or like 8 and I would just get up and spend these first few hours in pure bliss like I just yeah as I said I just got up got into the ocean usually naked then threw on a hoodie meditated made some coffee breakfast that was great that was an incredible time like I swear to god Being so close to the ocean is so healing and it gives you such an incredible boost of energy. Like, yeah, as I said, the first thing I did was go into the ocean. And also the last thing I did before going to bed was usually just swimming. So I was just very immersed in the ocean at the beach and that kind of that kind of energy which was incredible and very very healing on on many levels I think so yeah I enjoyed my time there but at that point I was traveling for about three months um that was like the fourth month I think where I was you know I had been in Tarifa for a while and I'd been traveling for a while and um yeah as I said I absolutely blew my money in those first few weeks and months so in Tarifa was the point where I basically ran out of money I'm gonna get into this whole financial stuff um, a little bit later, as I said, and give you all the details on how I kind of managed all of that financially, which I didn't manage very well, um, which, uh, yeah, so basically, in Zarifa, I completely ran out of money. I had to survive off of basically, like, five euros a week max like I bought groceries like I didn't eat a lot at that time because I just couldn't afford it but I I literally lived I survived off of chickpeas um tortillas rice and eggs that was (laughs) It sounds so bad, but that was literally all I, that was all I had. I, that was a crazy time. And that was really a time where I always knew that I wasn't the best with money and that I just, you know, I, I'm just very, I, I never really worry too much about the future. I'm just like, I'm alive now, so I'm just gonna do whatever the fuck I want. And, So I really regretted it at that point that I had just, you know, not taken better care of my money. Um, So that was a really low point for me. I was really at a point where I was just completely overwhelmed with the fact that I did not have any more money. And it was very hard for me at that 
stage to actually make an income, a sustainable income. And it was just the whole financial situation was just really, really hard for me. And I think it had to get to that point where I really did not know if I would be able to, you know, get by that week. Um, I think it had to get to that point to really make a change or have this new this new motivation and this new inspiration because um, I I had to make it work, you know, and there was a point where I really thought, okay, I just have to go home. Like, I'm just, this is not gonna, I'm not gonna make it. Like, I just have to give up at that point. I was really like, I was very close to just being like, okay, I tried. I'm gonna go home now. <laughs> but um, I didn't. And I am so grateful for that. So there was many things that I did, first of all. Um, I'm going to be completely transparent with you. My mom helped me out with some money, um, which was the initial thing that really got me on my feet again. And, um, you know, so that I was able to buy groceries and actually, you know, (laughs) get gas for the van to to move again. But at that point, it was like, you know, I had to get creative. I really had to get creative with um, making money. And well, one day I decided to sell even more of my stuff, even like before I left, before I left with the van, I basically sold all of my belongings. But for some reason, I still had way too many clothes with me. So I was like, okay, let's make a flea market. Let's make some money. Um, didn't make a cent. I really did not make anything from that. It was a cute experience though. Um, If you look through my van life highlight on Instagram, there's definitely something from that day on there. It was like, it was 40 degrees. I was absolutely dying. I did it with, um, I I met this couple and I still absolutely love them. Um, I spent a lot of time with them there. And um, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was a, a silly little, but amazing experience to just do a little flea market in the parking lot on the beach and just sell all my absolutely you know worthless belongings <laughs> I, just, I also like I made paintings to sell there and then on that day I was like wait these paintings actually like I could totally sell these like I posted some of them on my Instagram story and people were like are you selling those online as well? And I was like, hmm, that is a good idea. Let me do that. So that was kind of the next business idea I had. I just sat in my van all day and I did custom watercolor paintings, which was very fun for for a while, but just nothing that was really sustainable or making me that much money, you know? It was, it was a lot of time and effort and also like, you know, packaging them and like, getting to the post office and getting the orders ready and like it was a whole thing so it wasn't really sustainable but for a little while you know that was how I got by and that was how I bought groceries but I knew that that wasn't enough money um to really sustain myself but I was I was pretty happy actually doing that but then it got to this place where there were many factors that played into 
that decision or that step that I took next. But the main thing was that I was just exhausted. I was just exhausted from this lifestyle. And it was crazy because I enjoyed it so much, but still living a life like that and especially alone when the only person you can rely on is yourself in a situation that's just like, you know, where your income and your your whole existence is not guaranteed. That was an exhausting time, man. That took a lot out of me. So I was just exhausted and I was at a point where one night I I was laying in my van and I was like really thinking like for how long can I do this? Like how long can I keep going with this to um, you know, and actually enjoy it while doing it and not push myself to something that's not fulfilling at all. I was like, I don't have to, I don't have to do this if I'm like, you know, if I'm more exhausted than I'm enjoying it, why am I, you know, still doing it? But then I've realized that maybe what I needed to do at that point was just to go home for a couple of days which is what I did. I completely spontaneously, actually that night when I first thought about, you know, is this sustainable? Is this what I want to do right now? I decided to book a flight. And um, then like two days later, not even two days later, I was home. And that felt very crazy because I went from literally just like living on the beach as a hippie to going back to Austria where it's just like complete contrast. But I really enjoyed that time and it was so, so necessary for me to go home because also at that same time was when the chapter of traveling alone was over because about like a month before that, um, Nina, my absolute best friend and soulmate, and I were talking on the phone and we're like, wait, do you want to join me? Um, so then when I went home was about um, the time when she was planning on flying out to me and joining me in the van. Of course, that's a whole big ass story but basically we decided that I don't want to um travel alone anymore and I would love to share these experiences which I I love being alone so 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 much but what I realized in traveling alone the first few months was just that you know it's great to make memories alone and it really like if you really get to know yourself when you travel alone and it like makes you grow in like a, a like onto a different level man I swear to god um but also I was like I want to share these memories with someone I want to share this experience because if you share those memories they're going to be so much more long lasting because then you have someone to look back on it with and talk about it and you know relive it in a way and that's something that you don't really get when you're alone so yeah I went home and with Nina in my suitcase we went back to Spain where I parked the van um while I I went home um it was it was absolutely crazy because 
I, it was like so much happening within like two weeks. So I went home, picked up Nina. We flew back to Malaga together where I parked the van and then started our journey together. Basically, um, we, (laughs) we had no plan. Like we really did not have a plan where we wanted to go or what we wanted to do, but, um, yeah basically we decided that we wanted to go to portugal um we really didn't know where exactly at first but we then decided on lisbon so basically the first week of of nina kind of moving in and us traveling together we were still in spain and kind of you know moved her in and figured out daily life um also started working more regularly because nina had and still has a um job that she has like fixed hours for so it was a lot of like you know normal day-to-day life from the start um but yeah then like after a little over a week we went from Spain to Portugal and uh, yeah we went basically straight to Lisbon so we really didn't see much more than Lisbon of Portugal um, and the crazy thing was that we I mean we really didn't plan but we did not plan on staying in Lisbon for as long as we did Um, basically the entirety of us traveling together happened in Lisbon. And it wasn't even that we were like kind of, it was just, it just happened. And that's the cool thing with Nina together. And what I really, really needed, I think with traveling, just having that second person to kind of, you know, feel what they might need or what I might need. And it's like... I don't know, it just kind of felt right to stay in Lisbon. Um, And the main goal with staying in Lisbon for as long as we did, which was almost like a little over two months, I think. I'm not too sure. Um, But basically, we wanted to get solar panels for the van just because we both in that time, ever since Nina joined me, I really started working a lot too and Nina really I mean she taught me so many things and maybe I really want to do an episode with her just because we have such an incredible connection and I'm so fucking grateful for this girl you don't even know um she taught me so many things but especially in that time like uh, that she joined me in the van and that we kind of like traveled together and we kind of I wouldn't even say like we traveled that much it was just we, we basically lived in Lisbon for two months which was crazy and I never thought that I would you know live in a city for that long with the van um but she taught me so much and especially the main thing in that time where we were in Lisbon was just we've really worked a lot and I started enjoying being very productive again and I really started getting back into my workflow because I am a person I either get absolutely nothing done or I will like work myself to death so it's either I'm super lazy or I'm very very productive and overwork myself easily so in that time I definitely really got back into a flow with working and being productive and actually 
generating an income because before Nina joined me as I said in Tarifa I was completely broke like I had nothing left of my savings so I really at that point that was the time when I really needed to get down to it and figure something out how to make some money for myself so the two months where we were in Lisbon we did you know enjoy our time and we experienced so many great things and like so much happened like we had a great fucking time living in Lisbon like that city I swear to god I'm definitely gonna go back one day and just you know enjoy the vibe there because it's such a great city so many young people so many people that work remotely it's such a livable city too like it's so clean it's so friendly I love Portuguese people like we had a great freaking time there but we like we really did work a lot and we really lived a pretty normal life just like living in the city but it was so necessary at that point in my travels to have that kind of normal life and to actually really get down to it and and work and it was amazing and also Nina and I I mean, we had a pretty, pretty intense bond before this time, but living in a tiny ass vehicle for such a long time. So we were basically together 24-7 for three months, which is crazy and we managed that so well and we definitely we definitely went through some real challenges in that time but I am so proud of us and we really 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 grew both of us and I think Nina definitely um went through so many stages of growth and and just reflection and this girl, I swear to God, like, first of all, she had a fucking glow up living in the van. And also, she's just, I don't know, she showed me every single day because we were together like 24-7 for three months. She really, really showed me this different side of myself and of her. And yeah, as I said, we definitely went through some challenges and I really want to do an episode with her. But the main thing I think that we took from this time is that we just freaking deepened this bond like we did everything together and we always were on each other's asses in this tiny space and like yeah there was a lot of challenges but it was a great fucking time and basically we also like we got into some super cool routines and stuff that we did together like she really inspired me and motivated me to get back into really working on myself and reflecting and you know doing all those little things that I know that are good for me and that I know are so beneficial in my growth and in my journey but we all know these things you know we all know what's good for us but sometimes we just really get off track and I I really was off track with all of that and she really took me back into prioritizing my growth and my health and my my yeah my mental health and we we did so many cool things but we did like full moon rituals and we manifested together and did all this amazing stuff and this girl really like I'm 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 really going on a big tangent right now about this girl just hyping her up but I really I I love her and I'm so grateful that she joined me on this journey and it was definitely not like you know 
typical van life like you see it on you know social media and stuff but it was such an incredible and super important time and what I said at the beginning of this episode which is just you know that I learned to let the expectations go and during that time it was so necessary like everything that happened everything just like fell into place and everything that happened was so necessary and so amazing and yeah I don't know it wasn't you know it wasn't this perfect social media kind of van life it was so much different than what I had expected and I think also what she expected but it was great and I wouldn't change a thing. Every single day of those three months that Nina was with me and that we were in Lisbon and kind of doing this normal life but also living in a van, like every single day was so necessary and so important for my growth, for her growth, for, you know, our growth in this friendship and like everything was just exactly how it was supposed to be like and I'm very grateful for that time but then after like over two months of being in Lisbon it was you know it was September and Portugal the weather is is great there and it stayed very very warm for very long and it's it's very sunny there in general but you know it started getting more into fall so the weather started being a little gross and it started raining a lot and there were storms and then we realized you know maybe um staying here for any longer is not really gonna benefit us at all so well I mean we just one day we just like sat in the van and we were like okay like what what are we gonna do like are we gonna stay here forever or like what's the plan we kind of want to get out of here so then we we kind of decided that we wanted to move again we wanted to get going we wanted to get back on the road um because we were in one place for so long we were like okay I think it's time to 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 get out of here um so yeah then we like we had like 500 different plans like our plan changed a million times and like every two hours we had a new plan of what we actually wanted to do but the main thing that we knew is that we wanted to leave Lisbon basically so we were like okay we kind of want to go home for Christmas so then we had 10 different approaches of how we wanted to do that and we ended up with the plan that we wanted to actually drive back home with the van so go all the way from lisbon portugal to austria um so that was kind of the main plan and then we started the journey um about like a week later after having that initial talk of why are we still here <laughs> and um well the funny thing was that our friend Bruno he had this like work thing in Milan like 2 weeks ahead of the time and um we were like we love Milan because um like a few months earlier a few weeks earlier um when Nina had like just visited me in the van for a few days we 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 were in Milan and we had a great ass time so when Bruno said hey I am going to Milan for this work thing he just told us it wasn't even like just do you guys want to like come but it was just this thing of like him just telling us hey in two weeks I have this work thing in Milan and Nina and I looked at each other we were like 
this is fated. We need to go to Milan because we had such a great time last time. So basically, we decided over the course of like five minutes, our first goal is Milan and then we're just gonna go home. Um, initially, we, we planned on, you know, doing a little bit of a slower route um, going home because we wanted to, you know, see some more places because we had basically only seen um, Portugal in that time that Nina was traveling with me. So our initial plan was to, like, you know, go home on the coast and like see Barcelona and Valencia and all these cities like we had all those spots that we wanted to see but then when Bruno said he's gonna be in Milan in in a few days we were like yeah let's go to Milan too so that's what we did um we started our travels from Lisbon. Okay, so I'm going through my my story archive again because I can't remember shit and this is basically, I share my entire life on there, so if I can't remember something, I just look through there, which is kind of insane, but basically we left Lisbon on the 6th of November and we went from Lisbon to Madrid and then we spent one night in Madrid got up, got driving again. Basically, all we did for the next few days was just get up, drive the entire day, and go to bed. Get up, drive the... And that was kind of our life, but it was so fun. So we went on the 6th of November. We went from Lisbon to Madrid. Then we went from Madrid to Barcelona, which was very cool. Um, I wanted... I've been... I don't know why, but like my entire life, I always wanted to visit Barcelona. So we went to Barcelona. Then we stayed... We planned on staying in Barcelona for a little bit just to explore the city. Um, And we actually also had a place to stay there because some... I don't know, some woman that Nina's family knows has like like a house there so we could sleep in her house, but that was kind of not really working out too well. So yeah, we decided after two days in Barcelona that we actually needed to move again, even though we really, really liked the city and everything. But Nina and I are very intuitive with these things. And even if it does make sense, we're like are we really supposed to be here right now? So over these two days in Barcelona, it was a great time and I loved the city and I definitely want to go back there, but it was just, there were a lot of signs that, you know, this was not where we were supposed to be right now. So on the 9th, I think, we actually went from Barcelona to Marseille. So we, that was fucking insane. We drove like 11 hours that day. We went from Barcelona to somewhere around Marseille in France. So stay two nights there. And then on the 11th, we went from France to Italy. <laughs> um... And we arrived in Milan, like, in the middle of the night. Um, But on the 12th of November, we were there. So basically, we left Lisbon on the 6th of November. And we were in Milan on the 12th. No, on the 11th. Um, So yeah, we drove about, like, 2,000 kilometers in those few days. Which is crazy to me to think about it now. But... Every single long drive was just so freaking fun. We had the best time of our lives and just felt so good to like, you know, 
get moving again after staying in one place for so long. It was amazing. So then we met Bruno in Milan and um, yeah, stayed a few days in Milan. And then uh, the weather got like really, really bad again. It was like raining all day, every day. So we were like, I think it's time to go home. So yeah, then we went home. So we got home on the 16th of November. Um, So, oh God, it's been so long already. Like it's crazy how the time flies, but it's the 1st of December now and I'm home. I am, for now, I'm staying on my mom's couch. Which is definitely not like, uh, uh, you know, gonna work for very long, but for now it's okay. And um, now I'm basically back where I started. I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. (laughs) The first few days of coming back from this huge ass trip, um, I can't even call it a trip anymore. It was like, it felt like those six months of traveling nonstop felt like three years. And I also feel like I'm three years older at least like I really I felt like I really grew up over those travels and now I'm back home and it feels so strange because really nothing changed but also everything changed it's it's a crazy situation to come back from traveling for so 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 long and basically having an adventure every single day to complete stillness and just being in one place and also right now we have a lockdown in Austria so it's like from complete freedom to completely being locked up in one place and the weather is super gray and like I'm gonna be completely honest with you the first week of getting home it was like those first few days were super super rough like post-travel depression is very real and um it's so crazy because I really didn't think much of it like I really didn't really think about, you know, how I would feel when I get home. I was just really excited to go home. And then that first week of getting home was, it was a little rough, not gonna lie. Um, because yeah, it's just a big fat contrast and getting used to kind of a normal life again and adjusting to waking up in the same place every day and just like doing normal things and not having an adventure every day and like just... Yeah, it's it's been it's been a little tough, but honestly the last few days I've been really enjoying it again and I mean there's definitely some some points in this time where I'm like okay, what what am I even doing? And I I that's very present because to be completely honest with you, I have no idea of what my next step is gonna be or what my plan is or like because uh, this is just you know just living with my mom is very temporary and also everything in my life is always very temporary and today was really like the last few days one thing that has been on my mind so much and I can't stop thinking about it is having an apartment to myself and having a space that's inspiring to me where I can just create, where I can, you know, spread my wings, do my thing, be creative, create like music and art and videos and photography and all that kind of stuff that I love doing. And I would love to have a space that allowed me to do that. Um, 
but I, yeah, I'm at a place right now in my life, to be completely honest with you, where I'm, like, really floating around again, and I am craving some stability, not gonna lie, I really am craving some stability in my life right now. Um, So I'm at a point right now where I'm still trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with the next months and years of my life. I am turning 22 in nine days and that freaks me out, but I'm honestly, like, three days ago was probably the darkest it has been since I got home. Um, and I was really like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, really, I'm just actually wasting my life and my potential and my time. And I had no motivation and really no, no vision for my life. Um, I was like, I'm just gonna end up, I don't know, literally just throwing my life away. But now, honestly, like, I get into these super, super dark places and... I don't know. Now I'm at a point where I'm like, everything is going to come to me and I know that. And this time in my life right now is just, is just a time of change and of figuring it all out. And basically we never really stop figuring it all out. Like that's basically what life is. So yeah, that was kind of the, the van travel recap of the last seven months of my life. Um, I now want to get into some questions, just a few, because this is already like so long. I'm so sorry. I never make episodes this long, but it was just a whole thing, you know? So basically I asked on my Instagram stories for you guys to send me some questions that you want me to talk about um, regarding man life and the travels and everything. And um, you guys asked some great questions and it's mainly questions that I get asked a lot um, anyway. So I really want to address them. Um, First of all, the whole financial situation. I want to do an extra episode on this just because there is really a lot that goes into this and what I do want to do is make an episode really um, catered towards kind of giving you a guide, like a step-by-step guide of how to do it, like how to get into van life, you know, how to find a van, how to make that money, how to save money, how to get money for all of that insurance stuff, you know, renovating a van or building it out yourself or like what van is the best for you, where do you want to travel, how do you find parking spots, all of those really specific things. I want to put that in another episode just because first of all, this one has been way too long already and um, I don't want to bore you. And also there's like so much that goes into this and um, I think it would be super, super helpful Uh, Well, I know for me, it would have been super helpful to really have like a step-by-step guide on how to do it because I really figured it out on my own. Um, So I definitely want to do that, but I do want to get into some questions real quick. So yeah, I just looked through all the questions and the main thing and the most frequently asked question is just, you know, money. How do you make money while traveling? How did I finance all of this? Like, how do you afford a lifestyle like that? And first of all, Affording a lifestyle like that is just basically like affording any kind of lifestyle. (laughs) I think that sometimes on social media, it can come across as being a very expensive lifestyle because you are traveling constantly. 
And basically living in a van is one of the cheaper ways how to travel for a longer period of time or how to travel full time. I mean, there's definitely even more affordable ways to travel. Um, there are some ways to travel where you really don't need any money, like, you know, volunteering, doing work and travel kind of, um, you know, working in hostels and then you get free food and, uh, you know, a bed to sleep on. And like, there's all these ways, ways that you can basically travel for free. So when it just comes to traveling in general, you really don't need as much money as it may seem like on social media. Like it's really not a very expensive lifestyle to have. Because if you compare it to what are your monthly costs when you just live, you know, I'm going to call it a regular life, which what even is that? But, um, you know, if you compare it to how much money you need on a monthly basis when you live in an apartment, have a car, have insurance, all of that stuff. So basically all the money that would in a normal, in quotes, normal life would go into like rent and paying for your car will just go into something else like gas for the van um, but really, honestly, like, you you could save a lot of money traveling in a van just because, you know, basically you just don't have to pay rent. That's the main thing that just, you know, is not, um, is not needed when you live in a vehicle. Um, but insurance definitely does, you know, need some money monthly and also just the gas and the upkeep with the van. But um, yeah, the living costs of living in a van are definitely not higher than what living in an apartment um, would be like. As I said, I'm definitely going to make an extra episode just going into this a lot more deeply. But in general, I can say that you really don't need as much money as you might think to do this. Um, for example, I bought the van for 5,000 euros it's, it was already converted when I bought her. Um, basically, all I had to do was some renovations and just, you know, make it livable and just my own. Um, so I really only needed, and this is a lot of money for sure, but maybe not as much as some might think. I only needed like 6,000 euros to just have the van completely ready to go. Um, and then, of course, there's monthly costs. Basically, the main costs are groceries, so like food, then gas, and um, insurance. That's like the main three um, factors that you have to pay for when you live in a van. And how do you make that money while you travel? Because, of course, you can't go to a regular desk job if you travel all the time. Um, that is not really possible. And there is many ways on how you can make money while actually traveling, but I'm just gonna touch on a few and just tell you how I am able to make money um, while traveling or, you know, without having the restriction of needing to stay in one place. I think the world is really changing in that sense of, you know, many companies are realizing that hiring people remotely is a lot more efficient and, you know, it, there's just a lot of benefits to having remote workers. So it's definitely a great time to get into 
jobs that you can do remotely. So what I do, for example, and as I said, I'm definitely going to go a lot deeper into this in the next episode. But what I do, for example, is I have a background in graphic design and marketing. So I basically did school for five years where um, that was like the main the main thing that we learned. Um And I have one year of experience in like a regular job in that field. So that was kind of my thing that I had and that I still do. So I work as a freelancer, as a graphic designer, and I do social media marketing and some content creation, stuff like that. Um, So that's how I did it. But there is like so many more ways on how you can make money um, online and remotely without having to stay in one place. And it's not even that you have to do it remotely. Like there is a lot of van lifers and there's a lot of people that travel that actually do like seasonal work. So they'll like just work for a few months, save all that money, then go travel for a few months, then go back to like working for a few months, like a regular job. Like there is a lot of ways nowadays that you can do that and that you can have that freedom of being able to travel. But yeah, as I said, a hundred times now I'm gonna do a episode on that whole thing like answering some questions and also just giving you a step-by-step guide on how I did it and how I went from having a job that I hated and living in an apartment and having that absolutely terrible and monotone day-to-day life that now I honestly don't think it's that bad anymore but I hated it back then so how I went from that like quote-unquote normal life to traveling for six months um, and kind of sustaining myself uh, for the most part. Um, And uh, so yeah, I'm going to definitely do an extra episode on that. And now I just want to end this episode and this little recap of my time traveling with kind of reflecting on it again and telling you what I've learned from it and what I've taken from it. And um, yeah maybe just like sharing the main lessons that I learned and what I what I took from those six months of traveling in a van. So I touched on it earlier but I think the main thing I had to let go of was my attachment to my own expectations. Um, as I said I am a person I will get so 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 hooked on this idea of something, of someone, of an experience of my life um, that I have in my head, I will be so incredibly fixated on this idea and this vision that I have for my life um, that I will not allow anything else to happen or to come up. And I did not do this on purpose, of course. This was something that happened very subconsciously and it was just my mind holding on to these expectations that I had. And throughout the journey, I've realized that even though maybe things are not going exactly as I, you know, expected them to go or wanted them to go in the beginning before I started it it's like everything that happened was so so perfectly aligned with me and my path and what I needed at that time like me running out of money and literally not being able to buy groceries for a few weeks was so so necessary and like so transformational like my ego completely went down like 
15 levels in that time. Like I've really went back to being super, super, super grateful for every bite of food that I had and everything that I was able to to afford and, and to have. And I think that even those low days and those struggles and challenges that I went through, of course, that wasn't what I planned. Of course, I planned on just always having a lot of money and making money and being like super free in that kind of financial sense. But I would not be in that mental place right now, especially regarding finances and all that stuff. And I would not have the motivation and the drive um, to really like put in the work to not get back into a place like that if that wouldn't have happened. So eventually I just realized like, wait, even though this is maybe not how I envisioned it to go, Maybe this is just how it has to go and sometimes you just have to surrender to what the universe throws at you because you are never going to be faced with a challenge that you can't handle and that is a big, big, big lesson that I learned and it just really switched up my perspective on life and yeah, on like everyday challenges now. I feel like... And this is just like right now I am reminding myself of this because it's so, so easy to forget those experiences and those lessons you've learned um, in your past. But I think now looking back on it, it was really like there were seriously moments where I was like, I can't like I just can't I was there were a few moments where I was like, okay, I'm just going to go home and just give up and be like, all right, I tried, but it didn't work out and that's fine. But I pushed through and I actually got myself up again. And um, yeah, I, I did this for six months, which is a long ass time. And I had many, many, many challenges that I had to face. But now I know that the universe is only going to give me some challenges that I can actually handle. So um, basically, I also think that uh, all these lessons and everything I'm telling you right now is like... This is something that you can learn but kind of overlook and um, you have to actually like after going through challenges and after, you know, learning some lessons, you have to really sit down and reflect on it, which is what I'm doing now. So um, that's what I'm urging you to do. Like the last few years of your life, you were probably faced with so many challenges and you had to learn so many lessons, but sometimes they go unnoticed and sometimes you can't, you know make the most out of it of your challenges because you don't sit down and actually reflect on wait what has this taught me like what what was the lesson in that um so I definitely I urge you to do this because that's what I'm doing right now and um yeah I think another thing that was really really big for me and I only realized this in like the last few days of of my travels and now actually being home for me traveling was always the number one goal like it was always like my number one thing I was like okay I just I just want to travel I just want to see the world I just want to experience everything and meet new people and do all these things that just that was like my number one thing and now that I I did it um it's crazy how your how your perspective shifts because this was like for me traveling was like okay I'm you know, once I'm traveling 
everything will just fall into place and all my problems will be gone which uh, sure like of course if you do something that you love and that you've wanted to do for a while that really gives you that high and that satisfaction for a little bit but what I've noticed is that I thought with traveling um, that would fulfill me like fully that would like be the one thing that will you know fulfill me a hundred percent but what I've noticed is that traveling is incredible and it teaches you so much but what I need right now in my life is more of a direction and more of a goal and something that I want to work towards So I think that I will always be traveling and I will never stay in one place for for a long time. And I know that even if I get an apartment, um, I'll always keep the van and I'll always have that freedom in my mind now to just just leave, you know, just like book a flight and just leave tomorrow. Um, Because I think that freedom doesn't come from the external but freedom is a mindset uh that's what a really good friend of mine always says it's like freedom is is in the mind and um you can't free yourself and you can't just expect to feel free just from being free in the external world if you know what I mean so like for me now the focus is not so much anymore on just like you know traveling around aimlessly and just you know making experiences and living life which of course that's gonna always be a big part of my life but right now what I'm actually craving and what I actually I think need right now to really fulfill myself is something that I'm working towards like a goal like a project like something that I can put my time and energy into where I'm really like motivated about it and I'm like really pumped for the outcome and that's kind of what I'm what I'm trying to do right now and I have all these ideas and all these visions that I want to get into and I'm like really excited to have this next chapter in my life where I can really build something for myself and that doesn't mean that I'm just gonna get an apartment and just only focus on my career and be a businesswoman and like do all those things and live that you know um life where every day is the same I don't want to do that for sure but I want to focus more on long-term goals and less on short-term experiences Ooh, that was well said oh my god okay finally I got out a good sentence there um so yeah that's kind of the next thing for me I want to work on long-term goals and um really focus on something for a while and not just like float around in the universe and just you know have fun um which you know I'm still gonna have some fun but like that's really what what this whole thing taught me that you know a year ago I thought traveling would be the one thing that would fulfill me and the only thing that was my goal at that time and it's not anymore and that's great and that's amazing and I'm I'm really starting to 
accept those shifts in my mindset as well because that can be scary because like for the longest time as long as I can remember I was always like traveling 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 that's all I want to do and now I'm like yes I still want to do that but right now all I want to do is to build something for myself and to have some long-term goals so that's kind of I think like that's the place where I'm at right now um in my life and I'm trying to figure out a plan or kind of a, a, a guideline for the next few months or years of my life um that sounds scary but yeah I think that's gonna be about it this episode is so freaking long and I'm so sorry about that um but yeah I hope you like this little recap and um, me taking you along kind of on the journey even though I didn't I'm sorry that I didn't take you along but probably most of the people that are listening to this right now are coming from Instagram or, or some other social media platform so thank you for following following me over there and being interested enough in me and my life to listen to an hour and 16 minutes of me just talking um I'm really grateful for being able to share my experiences and the lessons I learn and to actually maybe make something bigger out of this and um that's like my main thing I wanna I wanna share my life in a way that's gonna benefit someone else um and I love social media for that um so I'm really grateful to have some sort of platform I know it's not huge but I'm very grateful for every single one of you guys and I have some amazing conversations with you and I feel like I can actually build some trust in a relationship with you and that's incredible that we can do that through a phone um that was a little a little off topic but um I hope you enjoyed this episode I'm so excited to get back into this um and I said this in every single episode and then I didn't get into it but I swear to god I'm gonna take you along in these next stages of my life and what I want to tell you is allow yourself to shift perspectives and to shift your priorities in life because that's how life moves and that's totally fine you're not the same person as you were a year ago so let yourself be and surrender to the universe throwing challenges at you and just just believe that you can handle everything the universe throws at you because that's just what life is all about wow big words um um, if you are interested in actually having like a step-by-step guide on how i did it and um you know have a little guidance with it all as i said i'm definitely gonna make a new episode um probably gonna record it in the next few days because i'm like in the flow now so i gotta do it now or it's not gonna happen um so definitely look out for that you can subscribe and um i think i don't know if you can actually (laughs) I hope you can. Um, If not, like, like the episode or share it. I don't know. I really don't know how that works on Spotify. But yeah, I'm I'm glad you listened to this part. And uh, thank you again. I appreciate you a lot. And I wish you all the best. And that all of your dreams come true. (laughs) Bye bye.